Welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show. This is where sparks of inspiration fly, and you'll feel ignited from real-life motivation. Through listening to this show, you'll discover your own uniqueness and learn how to transform negative energy into positive energy. In the end, you'll smile from the inside out, feel good about yourself, and produce amazing results. And here's your host, Ignite Coach, number one best-selling author, autism mom expert, and thought leader, Dr. Allie Griffith. What's up? What's up? What is up? And welcome to the Dr. Ali Griffith Show, Mindset, Meditation, and Motivation. I'm super excited to join you guys today because we are talking about self today. We're going to speak about the whole root of self and the misconceptions that we were raised with, at least I was raised with, when really getting down to the meat and potatoes of spending time with self and whether it's something good, bad, or hmm, let's talk about it some more. So before we get started, I want to thank you for being part of my tribe. I want to thank you for listening, sharing this with your people. For those of you that have been leaving comments, I absolutely am fully, fully in gratitude because you didn't have to, but you did. So thank you so much for listening, for watching, for being part of the tribe, going out there and telling others about our show. Yes, it's ours. It's not just me. It's ours. We're doing this together. So getting back to the root of self now. Now, as a child, I was taught, and I don't know if this is you, but as a child, I was taught that whenever I did something for myself, I was being selfish. See, I was the only girl for my mom and raising with my older brother, she would say, you know, you have to share with your brother. I don't know how many of you guys have heard this heard this before. You have to share. You have to share. And even when I didn't want to share, because there were many, many times like that, it made me feel, or she made me feel like if I was doing something I was not supposed to be doing. In other words, everything was about making sure that whatever I had, I had to give it to someone else also, or make sure I'm giving part of it to someone else. And somehow throughout that upbringing and there's nothing against that. You know, that's a good concept for us to learn. I mean, me having Zachary, him being an only boy, he's still trying to figure out the whole sharing concept. And that has been part of raising him when he was younger, because as the only boy or as the only grandchild, he got so used to everything just being about him. Now, when being around others, it's like, how do I know what I can give, not give? How do I share? How do I do this whole process? Uh, and I fully didn't understand understand it. So I just did exactly what my parents did as I taught him whatever he had. He had to make sure that he can give some to someone else. Now, this then took me back to me and how I was raised, and it made me realize that eventually I began to develop this concept that whatever was given to me, I had to give it to someone else. And it wasn't even the concept of sharing part of it. It then became the concept of them needing it more than I did. So somehow throughout the process, their value became even more important than my value. And I didn't realize this growing up. I didn't realize this as I was, you know, 
getting older, but I began to realize it as I'm looking back now and seeing that I began to really lose myself, yeah, lose me when I started valuing others more and what they thought and what they needed. And sometimes I still have that battle between the two until I really started to put more time into self-care and not feeling that self-care has to be selfish. So it began when I started to take my vacations without Zachary or without family members. And I just started to plan my vacations based on places I wanted to go, not thinking about what others needed to do. Now, let's not get it twisted. I was always that person that always felt that I needed to do something with other people. Growing up, it just, other, just being around other people made me happy. So taking that big step from always being around people to actually planning a trip, planning my first trip. And I think this was Jamaica Carnival, right? For those who don't know, I'm a carnival head. I love soca. I love going to different carnivals. I love being exposed to different types of genres and, and, and countries and the way they celebrate life. And I asked my friends at that time, did they want to go to Jamaica? Did they want to go to Jamaica? And no one was saying yes, because everything at that time was all about Trinidad. So I just decided, you know what? I'm going to stop this putting everything else above me or putting everyone else's needs in front of mine. And I just booked my trip. I booked my room and I just decided I'm going. I don't care who I'm going with. It's time for me to start going and doing things on my own. Lo and behold, of course, by the time we got there, a few other friends jumped on the mix and it ended up being a shared trip. But the whole gist of it, and that began my whole journey towards making sure that I really started to check within myself to see, okay, is this something that I really want? Am I basing not doing it on others and whether I'm doing it with someone else or whether if they want to do it or not? Or is it something that I just want to do? And if We want to do things out there. If we are noticing that we're doing it alone, that's okay also, because sometimes some things are meant to be done by yourself. So that was the beginning of my self-care journey, and that was the beginning of me making sure that I would plan certain trips that I was interested in going to for the year. Now, that doesn't mean that I didn't plan my family trips, my, my, my trips with my family or my trips with just Zachary for our one-on-one time. But it also made it clear because of the level of work I do, because of the coaching, the speaking, the professional aspect of what I do as an audiologist and speech language pathologist. And then as a parent, as a mom, all of that is a lot of stress or uh, demands on my time, on my energy, and just on me. And if I don't create that space with me, my own um, development into me, my own time into me, my own energy that I'm putting into me, then I don't do well with giving it to everyone else. So I'm hoping as you're sitting and you're listening to this and you're wondering, well, how the heck do I do this thing called taking care of both everyone around me and still making sure I'm taking care of me? Well, realize self-care comes first. And it's not selfish. I'm going to continue saying this. Self-care comes first and it's so not selfish. As you begin to elevate your self-care, 
And the same time, you begin to elevate your self-worth because then you begin to realize that, wait a minute, I'm worthy. I'm worthy of making sure that I'm taking time off for myself. I'm worthy of every day making sure that I'm allotting a specific place where it's just me, where I'm only thinking about me, and where I'm not focused on caring for others. I am worthy, worthy of all of that. So that began the process of self-worth and you putting time into developing your self-worth, me spending time into developing my self-worth, oh my goodness, was everything. This is what I needed to do to make sure that I knew that I wasn't getting into this whole mix of everyone's more worthy than me. Like, who really gave us that? Who made us really begin to feel that everyone else is more worthy than me? If I don't value myself, and if I don't see my worth within myself, how do I expect anyone else out there to see their worth or to see or to have worthy worthiness within me? See the, see the worthy within me, making sure I get that part clear. So that is self Worth. That is the development of self-worth. How did I begin to really get into self-worth? Stepping up my self-care, making sure I ask myself, does this feel right with me? Is this what I want to do? Um, wasn't always like that. Was in a serious, serious relationship, my last marriage, where you know we had our difficulties and we had our differences, and it was a lot, a lot of back and forth banter. And within that, it I chose, because I I don't like to say anyone else made me lose my self-worth, because I chose to place more worthy and more value value in that other person than I did on myself. And slowly and slowly and slowly, again, I saw myself being lost, being dissipated. Okay, you're married now, so because you're married, you're supposed to not see yourself anymore, not value yourself anymore, not feel that you are worth more than anything else that's in this this duo, right? This duo. If it's if it's duo, if it's you valuing yourself and it's you placing worth into yourself, then that's how others are able to really see your value and see your worth. When we give that away, when we take all of it and we put it on a platter and we say, "Here, here goes me," <laughs> but we release everything and don't keep anything to ourselves, or we don't develop what we have, or build who we are, or make sure that I am good, then that's how things begin to totally dissipate and you feel lost in the storm. Now, I know a lot of my autism moms are listening to this and they're wondering, how do I continue to do self-care? How do I find self-worth? And how do I move towards more self-more? of me when I'm dealing with an extremely challenging situation of having a child that requires so much more. How? Start. Start. Start off your day. This is one of the things that I do learning. Trust me, learning. Didn't always do this. One of the things I do now is I make sure I get up a few minutes early before Zachary gets up and I get my meditation time in or my time to reflect, my gratitude time, prayer time. You can call it whatever you like to do. And I'm going to show you more of this for those who are coming to Mompreneurs on on Fire. Um, Go to my website to get more information on that. I show you more of the practices that I do and have you practice it because sometimes you read it, sometimes you hear about it. But if you're not 
actually doing it, then you don't get to see how it really comes into play and, and how it shifts your day uh, and shifts your life, really. So doing that made me realize that as I began to pour more into me, I became a better parent. I was able to give Zachary a more positive mom. I was able to give Zachary a more connected mom. Because when we get up and we're in a ray and we're starting our day and we're moving fast and oh my goodness, and many days, you know, there are the days when the alarm goes off late and I do not get the chance to do that. I see the difference in my care. I see the difference in caring for myself throughout the rest of the day. And then I see the difference in caring for him as his mom, because now I'm just like, go get that, go get this, go get that. You know, like I totally, you know brought in this new level of chaos. And that's all because I didn't take, t- take the time out to realign myself. So self-care is a must. Self-worth is something that you must work on each day. Uh, if you can put it in early in the morning, great. If not, then do it at the end, end of the night. Being in full gratitude keeps you going. You know, being in, in, in appreciation of the moment, of the now, of your breath, of the things you have accomplished will help you through the process. And do some of the awe meditation moments. When you really feel stressed, then drop into meditation and see how could you stop, reshift, realign, um, create some stillness within you so that you can go back out there and be that super mom that we were created to be. So this is all about making sure that we're putting more time into self for you understanding that self care, self more, self worth is not selfish. It is a must. And when we do it more often, when we start to incorporate it more into our lives, then we'll begin to see a different and a brighter self. You'll also begin to have better and deeper connections and relationships with others. It doesn't work the negative, the opposite way. It actually works towards the way that it was intended to be. As always, it is always a pleasure to come in and serve you. Make sure you follow or listen to another one of the Dr. Ali Griffith show right after this. There's so many juicy stuff that for you to listen to. Uh, for all my gifts, make sure you are going to my website, DrAllieGriffith.com, and that you're following me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, all at DrAllieGriffith.com. It was my honor to serve you. And remember, in all that we do, be amazing in your thoughts, in your words, and in your actions. Peace.